Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey, what's, hey, what's up, guys? you guys? I'm Catherine. I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays for the Ghouls. Woo-hoo. A Podmoth podcast. Woo-hoo. So, uh, how has your week been? Cold. Yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows, we live in the Pacific Northwest and we are snowed. <laughs> we are snowed. We've been snowed. It's like being iced by like a frat bro, but it's just when like Mother Nature just tosses snow at you. <laughs> um, Mother Nature literally threw snowballs at us. Seriously? <laughs> and said, suck it. Yeah. Haley and I are virtually recording today because, well, snow. Snowed. (laughs) So uh, Haley's in her room and I'm in mine and we're watching each other on the webcams, which is, um, I'd say, distracting. (laughs) Yeah. This is Um, bad. (laughs) But Haley can remain to be chaotic because I can see her. And... (laughs) (laughs) So, what are we talking about today, Haley? Um, well, as you guys know, it is spooky week. Spooky week! We are going to be talking about Bob Mackie's music world. Nice. It has a few, it has a lot of names. It's just, it's just <laughs> variations. So, there's Bob Mackie's, and there's Bobby Mackie's, and then Bobby Mackie's music world. Like, it's whatever. Gates it's Bob <laughs> oh yeah the gates to hell the portal to hell somewhere in there right. maybe ghosts, allegedly demons allegedly Mom. yeah allegedly um. <laughs> all right y'all know how this goes i usually do history and then Catherine does all the spooky little tidbits. insights tidbits <laughs> tidbitties whatever tidbitties, <laughs> <laughs> tidbitties. Tiggle bitties, shall we? Wait a second. Before we get started, I don't know what the status is of this case by the time we post it, but today is the 29th of December. She is not getting the justice or the or anyone knowing about it for the most part. Like every video I've seen has like 200 likes or something on Instagram. Yeah, not the media TikTok. coverage. No one's covering it in the media. So it's very important that we try to make voices heard. Lauren 
Smith Fields is her name, and she is a black woman who died unexpectedly on the 12th. And the last man to see her alive was a guy from Bumble. He was an older white man. And the police are saying that he's not going to be investigated because he's a quote unquote nice guy and he doesn't have anything to do with it. Mm. When he's the last person to see her alive, <laughs> and she has, I mean, you know, at least question him a little bit, you know, at least a little bit of questioning, something along those lines to make sure you're covering all your bases. Um, right. The cause of death hasn't been hasn't been given to the family yet, which is seems you to say, me a little bit long for a cause of death. Didn't they say they like weren't going to do an autopsy, or they or they just haven't gotten to it yet? They are doing they were they were doing an autopsy, but they haven't given a cause of death, and so the family is paying for their own personal autopsy as well mm. to see if there's any other reason why she died. Go to the Facebook page, and there's a whole video from TikTok that I used to spread some awareness. Anyway, back to Spooky Week. I'm sorry. I have said the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen between now and the time that we post this, so there might be more updates. But at this point, that's what I know. All right, we're going to be talking about gangsters in the mob, Catherine. Well, I am. <laughs> Tell me the history, Haley. Let's dive right in. Let's dive right in, guys. So, Bob Mackie's, it is currently a nightclub which features live music, line dancing, and a mechanical bull. Yes. And regular ghost tours. <laughs> but yeah, that's a good that's a good mixture. Bob Mackie's is located address 44 Licking Pike, Wilder, Kentucky, mm-hmm. 41071. Mm. And they're only open Friday and Saturdays. Hmm. Interesting. They don't, there's no takeout, no delivery, only dine-in. I was like, damn. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> that must have sucked during COVID. <laughs> no, no Uber Eats or DoorDash for you guys. Nope. Um, it is considered a honky-tonk, which is, a, it's basically just a country bar. Yeah. It's common in the South and Southwest. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Fun fact, the oldest honky-tonk is Tootsie's Orchid Lounge in Nashville, Tennessee. Wow, good job, Nashville. Yeah, for having the oldest Tootsie's. Bob Mackey's, the reason why we're doing Spooky Week for this, guys, is because Urban Legend says it's the site of hauntings, murders, and suicides, but there's no credible evidence that exists for any such claims. It is apparently considered the most haunted nightclub in America. I don't know. A lot of it just seems like a publicity stunt in a way. I, that's what it feels like to me too. I mean, it just feels like someone said one time that the, the gates of hell are down there and then they're just like, "Okay. Okay. <laughs> let's make it let's make it go." <laughs> so they do offer ghost tours. I yes. think this is a little sketchy though because the ghost tours are 2 hours. $35 a person, and it says you will pay cash on arrival. So it's cash only for these tours. And Mr. if you Bob have like. <laughs> Are you evading your taxes? <laughs> I was like, what a way to evade taxes, man. <laughs> I don't know. Are the. Are the tours actually held by the bar or is it by a separate entity that's attached to the it- bar? It's by a separate entity. It's by this like other company that 
also services like multiple locations throughout kentucky and yeah that's what i saw on the website somewhere else i forgot what other state it was but they have they have the waverly hills on there do they take you down into the the caverns the caverns yeah or the basement is really yeah (laughs) it said it said that they investigate all the floors so it said the basement the main floor in the attic or upstairs or whatever yeah i love so i love their um their tagline so i was looking on their website and stuff like just doing research they had a tab for like gift shop like merch and stuff and i was like oh oh i want to see this shit it said i I survived bob mackie's music world (laughs) when i clicked on the tab it said sorry gift shop tab is under construction I was like, so do you not have merch or right? (laughs) I don't know, but I think that'd be cute. Can you imagine little ghosties and like cowboy hats? Oh my gosh, that'd be cute. Why are we not like someone's PR? (laughs) I don't know. We have such great ideas in our noggins. It's great, (laughs) but they all stay right up here in our noggins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We never Mm -hmm. get them down on paper. The closest we have down on paper is this podcast right here. And that's exactly. all our little brains can do. Itself. It's all we need, baby. But their tagline for their um on their website, it says, come to where the country spirit moves you. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's and it just shows these little ghosties with like masks on. <laughs> like just like kind of line dancing. And I'm like, oh my god. That's cute. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> okay. Now we'll de- we're gonna get into the 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 fun the little the history behind this building that is now Bob Mackey's. <laughs> so early nineteenth century, it was a slaughterhouse. Yes. Later, it was torn down for construction of a roadhouse, a roadhouse or a stopping house. It's a small mixed use premises, typically built near a major road or. Um, a sparsely populated area or an isolated desert region and that services passing travelers including food, drink, accommodations fuel and like parking so it's oh. basically a one stop shop nice for basically like people that live in the middle of nowhere uh, sometime in the 1930s another history lesson Buck Brady okay who um, he's an entrepreneur as it said in parentheses um between the 1920s and 1960s newport kentucky was considered sin city so back then when people thought of like sin city and like gambling and stuff they didn't think new york they thought newport kentucky which just blows my mind (laughs) but yeah so upon this time there's like this is also the mobster days gangster days yeah yeah. And I guess shit was going down in Cincinnati. Like, that was a whole deal. We don't have time for that. Buck Brady, he ended up opening a nightclub in the 30s called the Primrose Club. That was the Bob Mackie building. And during this time, there was gangster group or mobster group called the Cleveland Four, mm-hmm. which consisted of, I'm definitely probably not saying any of these right. <laughs> Consisted of Moe DeLitt, Morris Kleinman, Louis Rothkopf, and Sam Tucker. 
They monopolized the gambling houses, brothels, and clubs all around the city of Newport. And Brady, he had that building. He had the Primrose Club. And these men were basically threatened because he was making some good profit from the Primrose Club. Brady was. And um, they didn't like that because they thought it was cutting into their profits, you know? Mm-hmm. So, in retaliation, they're also called the, the syndicate. That's another word for them. They put this man, Red Masterson, yeah. in um, in charge of trying to get Brady out, either by persuasion or other means. It was not clarified for legal purposes, I'm guessing. Uh, Red Masterson, I guess he was trying to do like a inside job type thing because he it almost seemed like him and Brady were like buddies because they I guess they started their careers and like this crime and like gambling and all that mm-hmm. mob sh- shit on this at around the same time but Brady had caught wind that the Cleveland four did not or wanted him out pretty much mm-hmm so he tried to retaliate by attempting to assassinate Red Masterson Oops. by shooting him with a shotgun. He like waited for him outside this club that Masterson ran. Yeah. And he shot him with a shotgun. He didn't kill him, but he just wounded him. And as Brady was like fleeing the scene uh-huh. in his car, he hit uh-huh. a bunch of parked cars. Which caused him to have to get out and flee on foot. <laughs> it was like a fucking tale of like unfortunate events. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Or world's dumbest criminals, you know? Right. You remember that show? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um uh so after he flees on foot, he is later found like hiding behind I forgot where. He was just hiding out in the open, kind of, but, like, very poorly. He was po- right. He was hiding very poorly. And the police basically found him and arrested him for disturbing the peace. Like, that was his charge, was disturbing the peace. <laughs> Not, and then, like, assault or something? <laughs> right. Not attempted murder. Yeah. None of that. But um, they did eventually, like... <laughs> yeah, disturbing the peace. But eventually they did, like, take him to court and charge mm-hmm. him with attempted homicide, whatever. But Masterson basically denied that it was Brady that shot him. And I guess it's just how they do it in the mob world. I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> either to, like, get even or um, work a deal out or something. So basically they gave Brady an ultimatum. They gave him a deal. They said... They they said that they would let him live if they gave him the deed and he left the state. Oh. So Brady basically took that and gave them the deed to the uh, building and he left to Florida. He unfortunately like that that was in that was in the thirties and then September twenty second, nineteen sixty five. Brady did uh, commit suicide. This is what's weird, though. It said that he committed suicide, but it said it was a it was a rifle bullet wound in his stomach. That seems difficult 
like and the I'm like, how would you how- of like a rifle in your stomach? Yeah. Also, how long do you think you have to die? How long do you think you're gonna That's die a with a rifle bullet? Death. Yeah, like you, like he literally bled out. Mm-hmm. Right, like I've okay. That reminds me, it was a, it was on a CSI episode, like yeah, the old one. This um, this guy was trying to make it look like someone killed him, uh-huh. or it was like a accidental hunting accident or something. And he took out like a life insurance policy because his him and his wife were having financial problems. Mm-hmm. So he took out like this huge uh insurance life insurance and policy on himself and went out hunting and then he basically shot himself in the stomach and then like threw the gun in the lake real quick because he he basically needed time to dispose of the weapon so that's why he shot himself in the stomach but Mm -hmm. they were literally saying that that would be the most painful like long way to go right so i'm just like the fact that that supposedly Brady yeah. committed suicide this way and it was all because he was going into a depression because of his health his health was declining he was 84 yeah. right and i'm just like there's so many ways that he could have done this right so it would have been like over Instant. like done yeah right that that's that's up for debate in my head like i don't but anyway so the mom the the mob took over the building and it became the Latin Quarter. Okay. Um, which it just basically became like this nightclub. There was some gambling, illegal gambling. There was also prostitution going on. Uh, so it got shut down in the fifties, and then after that, it became a the Hard Rock Cafe, not the one that we know like the touristy Mm -hmm. whatever yeah it did create a lot of uh buzz in the community because apparently when it was the hard rock cafe there was it was quote-unquote plagued with violence Mm. there was a lot of fatal shooting like there was a lot of shootouts shootings a lot of um drug dealing Mm -hmm. uh january 17 1978 the uh police chief uh, uh-huh. Robert Schindler, he basically asked to have it shut down due to all the violent acts because they had like uh he's it was like the second shooting in like a month mm-hmm. and it was just escalating yeah and uh just a lot of like I said drug dealing and stuff they said light drugs so like marijuana but like but it did it did get shut down he purchased the building in uh seventy eight they had basically started renovations on it and july 8th there was a fire that i guess cost two thousand dollars worth of damage i don't know it seems to be fine now because nothing serious i guess happened and it was about two weeks from being reopened as bob mackey's oh and then now it's just bob mackey's so that's that's all the history i got There's literally, like, barely anything at first, but then when I, like, deep-dived into, like, uh, Brady and, like, the mobsters, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, its own little... I could go, like, could go on forever. But, like, this one article that I saw, it said that um, that Brady had committed suicide. Like, it made it seem like he committed suicide because he lost mm-hmm. the building. 
But then right. when I did further like research and stuff, I was like, this was like 30 years later. All right. So I have some spooks for you all. I know, which I, anytime I like saw hauntings or like a ghost, I'd be like, nope, scroll past. <laughs> Um, no, no names were at, no names were mentioned, and I didn't have anyone that personally died other than the suicide. So I was researching all of the spooky tales that I could find. Now, there are not other than like BuzzFeed Unsolved and Ghost Adventures and those kinds of things. There's not a ton of stories per se about the things that have happened at the bar. Um, but the, like Haley said, um, it originally was like a slaughterhouse and when it was a slaughterhouse house, there are some researchers that say that there was a satanic cult that did a lot of satanic cult things (laughs) at the slaughterhouse. Um, and so they say that there's there's possibly sacrifices of animals, maybe uh. humans, but a lot of ritualistic things might have happened there in secret meetings. Now, the only reason that I feel like this is like maybe not true is simply because of the fact that a, I feel like a Satanist cult would be less likely to tell people what happened at the slaughterhouse like how do people know unless a satanist cult member told on them you know true because no one's there and it usually probably happened at night or whatever you know it didn't happen when the slaughterhouse was slaughtering animals you know (laughs) like slaughtering beef (laughs) just making some chucks out here i'm just saying Um, like that's a very convenient cover story though Right, it's a a slaughterhouse. Right, it's a very convenient story to help Bob Mackey be the most haunted place in the world. Is Mm -hmm. to have way back in 1890s a satanic cult that supposedly did satanic things in the. I'm just saying, be like animals were killed here. Yeah, yeah, because it's a slaughterhouse. (laughs) (laughs) But. Again, the the other part of the slaughterhouse is that the gates to hell, quote unquote, that supposedly are in the bottom. There was like a well dug in the bottom floor of of um, Bob Mackey's, and the things that went down there were like guts and blood of animals mm-hmm. <laughs> being slaughtered. So, like, there is underneath in the basement of bob mackey's there is like a stairway down to basically nowhere and if you lift up the floorboards which they have lifted up the floorboards there's just a bunch of gravel like like it looks like a hole that was maybe filled in with gravel but i don't imagine that actually being a pit to hell because when it was a slaughterhouse again they had to have a well for the guts and blood and other junk to get out of the slaughterhouse you know like when people like complain of like stench and stuff yeah it smells like death be like no shit it was a slaughterhouse there's like entrails and yeah (laughs) there's probably still blood from when it was a slaughterhouse somewhere in the corners and the nooks and crannies of, of that place oh yeah 
I'm just saying that it's it's very convenient for it to be the gates of hell because there's this stairwell down to nowhere. And, you know. I mean, there is the a song called Stairway more, to Heaven, so. Right. The stairway was probably more than likely down to a well that had the, the slaughterhouse um, guts and blood and stuff. Assuming that the alleged story of the Satanist cult is true, because that's the only the only thing that um, connects this story and it's it's like the most far-fetched connection but the most notable ghost that people talk about seeing at Bob Mackey's is a headless ghost and that headless ghost is the ghost of Pearl Bryan she was a 22 year old who was 5 months pregnant who was found decapitated about 2.5 miles away from Bob Mackey's 2.5 miles is quite a long time for a ghost to travel, though. Don't that you is um, <laughs> far away. There's no closer buildings that she could haunt. No, 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 no. <laughs> so we're going to get a little mini true crime in here for you. She had been murdered by her boyfriend or lover, uh, Scott Jackson, who was a dental student. And uh, they had had a secret romance for quite a few months. And she had come to uh, Kentucky to see to meet Scott and his roommate um, on the 31st of January, 1896. It was, again, allegedly, it was uh, supposed to be for them to help her get an abortion. The roommate sold Scott out um, and told the police that they killed her. Um, him and his roommate had drugged Pearl's drink while she was at a. They were at a saloon together, not Bob Mackey's. <laughs> um, and neither Scott or his roommate could tell the police the location of her head, though. So they said that oh, they wow. threw it in a. They threw it in a lake. They said they drained it and they couldn't find her head anyway. So her head was never recovered. There are two uh, stories of how her head was disposed of um a lot of people believe the story that they disposed of it in the furnace at the dental school that they both went to but can you imagine two like 20 something year olds carrying a head into the dental stool to go down to the furnace to toss it out like doesn't seem likely (laughs) like (laughs) i don't know the other theory is that scott was a part of the satanic cult that met in the slaughterhouse and they used the head to <laughs> to, to do their satanic cult things. <laughs> so I feel like it's the farthest fetched story that you could come up with. And I came up with that full total story from like five different sources, maybe <laughs> maybe two or three, but still. The greatest thing is is that both of the both of the two men were convicted of murder and they were hung. They both actually survived the initial like drop of the hang. Uh-huh. And so they were basically suffocated for minutes after the after they were um dropped. Jeez. Like they didn't cut them down and try again. They just let them go. Yeah. So it Literally. took them minutes to actually die and they died of strangulation instead of actually breaking their neck and then the other tie to bob Mackey's is that during the ghost adventures episode 
Um, supposedly they got caught, they caught on the ovulus device, um, Scott confessing to the murder. I just don't know why Scott would confess to the murder at Bob Mackey's. That that does seem very like out there. Like of right. all places, like, <laughs> hey, you know what? That murder that happened a hundred years, hundred plus years ago, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I mean, I was charged for it, so everyone yeah, knows I it hang was me. For it, so like <laughs> the the whole thing, the whole death of Pearl though had had gone crazy in the media at that time. And so it was a very big story at that time. And so maybe people went along and, and created more stories that needed that needed to be. <laughs> it's a very much of a long shot. And like you said, there's there's no uh, actual proof that any of these ghosts are actually there. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Um, another ghost that supposedly haunts this bar is a ghost of Joanna, who was a dancer at the bar uh-huh. uh she committed suicide by poison at in the dressing room uh because supposedly her father killed her lover who was uh-huh. a singer at the bar and uh he was also hung in his dressing room at the bar so those were that was like a a double murder those are the two like big, big ghost ones. stories Mm-hmm. that they have um they also to to the um in the stairwell they've had reports of hearing footsteps or phantom footsteps down there which you know I, I would also Typical say stuff. that if i were at the gates of hell like i could hear <laughs> phantom footsteps mm-hmm. so people who uh go to the bar also ha- say they experience um a quote-unquote suffocating heat you're in Kentucky in a moldy ass old building. <laughs> like, have you seen uh, the pictures of this place? Yeah. It looks like awful. Like, it yeah. looks like a health hazard for sure. Right. <laughs> and um, they've also seen a trash can flying across the room and a man with a handlebar mustache. <laughs> what? Sorry. I was going to be like, I'm pretty sure you see a flying trash can at any bar, especially a country bar. <laughs> right? People drink too much beer, get angry. Mm, they just throw right. shit. <laughs> and then a quote, a man with a handlebar mustache repeating, die game, die game. Die game? In the in the men's bathroom. They, they say that it's Latin for dying well, dying good. In my head, um, I'm like, honest, <laughs> it's, it's like this guy, like jerry who like likes his like just wants to have a handlebar mustache you know like bring it back and, and he's, he's just re- like die game die game <laughs> die like game, you know how we bro. literally can you imagine like people talking about like okay like years from now like from us and they're like oh my god i saw i i saw a ghost with like <laughs> Like like the shaved head or like the two tone <laughs> hair, like some weird hairstyle or whatever, and they're like, "All I heard was gang gang, <laughs> gang gang, gang gang." <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> it's the old ye Latin gang gang. Ye <laughs> Latin. <laughs> I'm just like, what would our ghosts be like? Like if we became ghosts? Like, well, not me and you, but like our generation. Like, <laughs> Like in like three thousand, like, damn bro, you cry a lot. 
<laughs> you need some tissues with those tears. You know, just some sarcastic you, motherfuckers. You just see the... You, I saw this guy with skinny jeans. <laughs> he like had there was this no hair. <laughs> he had this weird swoop over his eyes. And he had dark circles and skinny jeans. <laughs> and he kept saying... Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> he kept screaming, Where are you? <laughs> Speaking of the handlebar mustachioed man in the bathroom, there was a ghost story from J.R. Costigan. Um, he claimed that he was attacked in the men's bathroom at Mackey's. Um, he was washing his hands and then he looked up in the mirror and he saw a dark figure with like a cowboy hat. Um, and he was coming at him and then he punched him, kicked him and beat him until he fainted. Um, <laughs> honestly could be anyone that's drunk in that bar. Like you are literally drunk using the bathroom. You could yeah, be mistaking you could anyone of those patrons. <laughs> you could literally be mistaking any of one of them patrons because, oh my God, you're in a country bar drunk <laughs> and he was wearing a cowboy hat and he knocked you unconscious. Like, but anyway, uh, once he came back to, he walked out of the bathroom and he went to Bob Mackey and he told him that he needs to start controlling the evil spirits in his bar. <laughs> and Bob That's Mackey right, Bob Mackey. Bob bless Mackey your... thought he was joking. <laughs> you need um, to bless these, out... this house. <laughs> he, uh, Bob thought he was joking, but Jr. ended up trying to sue Bobby for negligence. Uh, due to allowing the ghost to haunt the premises. <laughs> I would just love to be the judge on this Bro. case. The judge did, the, the, the judge dismissed this case. <laughs> and he, he said, and I quote, I recommend you take it up with a higher power. <laughs> Goes to church like, and sues God. Was that God. Judge Millennial or what? <laughs> He just sues God and Jesus. Right. <laughs> um, Jeez, so that's hilarious. That the, that was a good one. And um, Bob Mackey took his advice from his lawyer and posted up this sign that says, "Warning to our patrons: uh, This establishment is reported to be haunted. Management is not responsible and cannot be held liable for any actions of ghosts slash spirits on the premises." And that is a sign that is there today in front of Bob Mackey's uh, music world. That's smart. Um, because of this guy who got punched in the bathroom by, by a uh, ghost cowboy. cowboy. Ghost cowboy. Ghost cowboy. <laughs> when it was probably just fucking Daryl from like FedEx. From <laughs> Daryl from FedEx. <laughs> I don't know. He just had a bad night. He drank too much. Budweiser or whatever, <laughs> Bud Light. Yeah. Um. Another another spook story is that um the uh, one of the men who used to live in the apartment above the bar, uh, he was supposedly possessed, and there was a uh exorcism done on him at that bar. Now again, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> But supposedly that happened. That'd make a good movie. 
And um, Bobby's wife also claims that she's been, um, she's smelled roses in the basement. She's been grabbed around the waist and picked up and thrown down and pushed downstairs by force. That's a quote. She also says that she has seen the roommate who killed uh, Pearl and he screamed at her, quote unquote, get out, get out. Um, she does not go to that club ever. <laughs> she does not want to step foot in it. She, I, I believe Bobby's wife more than anyone. <laughs> How does she, because she's the only one with fucking sense. Right. <laughs> How does she know what the guy looks like? From like sketches, police sketches. Mm. Uh, but I have one last little ghosty story, which I think was one of the best ghosty stories um, say the best for <laughs> in the mid 1990s uh, there oh. was a car accident right outside of the club the uh, first policeman on the scene was named Larry Hornsby and he was looking at the at the scene some people did die in that car crash um, and a woman who was in an evening gown approached him and offered him two tablecloths um, to lay over the dead bodies. And so he took them and he used them. And when he came back to the club to thank her, he found that the club was closed at that time when he saw her and that no one was there. And that this was just a ghosty evening gown lady. Wow. Which That's... to me is the most realistic ghost story from this <laughs> whole scenario mm -hmm. I mean it's not like the grandest one but it's the most realistic one that I could find that's our spooky stuff I hope Ooh. it was enough for you I hope that <laughs> satisfied <laughs> you satisfy today today the day that you're listening to this or that the day that it came out is the happy new year <laughs> oh yeah oh it is so it happy 2022 anything hey. that happened in 2021 is over and done with and you don't have to think about it ever again leave that shit in the past yeah i mean if you can some some things you will have to think about <laughs> possibly <laughs> but yeah. if you can if you can leave it in the past leave it in the past do you have, Haley, do you have any New Year's resolutions? I don't know if I love New Year's resolutions, but do you have anything that you want to com com accomplish this year? So, for me, I would say just further bettering myself in ways yeah. and, like, growing and evolving as a person. And just doing better for myself in times. Mm -hmm. Like, basically more self-care, for yeah. sure. But yeah, and then for like our podcast, like I, I want us to you know keep, be consistent and have what we've been doing and grow, and I, do eventually want us to. Have, merch. I think that'd be super fun. Yeah, like not even like that crazy. Like we don't have to have a whole fucking shot, but like no. stickers. But like stickers. Yeah. Or keychains. Keychains. Key <laughs> keychains. <laughs> enamel pins. <laughs> oh, the enamel pins. Oh, the enamel pins. <laughs> yes. I think that I also want to simply just grow better as a human, maybe. 
And for the podcast, I'd like to do better on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we could definitely do some more TikToks. Those are probably the resolutions that we have for us as a, as a podcast family and us as individuals. So, spooky babes, I hope you have a very happy 2022. And mm-hmm. I hope you join us for all of 2022. And go to Bob Mackey's, but I would say be your best self and be the person that you know you can be this year. And we will see you in the new year. In the new year. (laughs) See you in your nightmares. Okay, bye. That's my line. (laughs) We never said it again. We will see you in your nightmares. Have a great new year. Bye. Today, we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Hi, this is Daniel Segura, host of the Mustachioed Podcastio. You like mustaches? You like movies? You like sexy chinganos? Well, the Podcastio is the place for you. We are talking legendary mustaches from Charles Bronson to the Great Bird Reynolds to the OG Ice T. Find the Mustachioed Podcastio anywhere you listen to podcasts. That is M O U S T Ashioed Podcastio.